I'm Sarah Harsh, and this is 10 Minutes of Grace. What's your purpose? Why do you do what you do? When that alarm goes off in the morning, why do you get out of bed? What motivates you? Are you tired of striving for more time and money and acceptance? Do you feel constrained to fit your life into this neat little box? And will you ever become the image that you see in other people's eyes? Maybe we all need a little more grace. And maybe we could all give a little more grace. Well, I will probably go to my grave with my family forever remembering me always asking them this question in every moment, whether they're failing miserably or basking in great successes, in all circumstances, what's your purpose? Have you ever thought about this question? Well, my goal is to help you open up a discussion in your own mind and heart for finding freedom, freedom in your faith to be honest and real, for finding direction, a direction down a clear path of God's will and connection, connection to love others with the greatest compassion, a purpose that leads you to a little more grace. Welcome to today's podcast. Thank you for joining me. I'm really glad that you're here and listening, and I really hope that you enjoy it. Our purpose is to have freedom. Everyone knows that there's great pain and suffering in the world. So where does it come from? As adults, consequences follow our behavior. God doesn't directly impose consequences, just like as parents, we don't impose consequences on our adult children. And in a roundabout way, because God created the world, he created good and evil in opposite response to good. Good and evil were present from the beginning. God gave us free will to experience good and evil by allowing us options and choices. You can't have free will without consequences. And due to the natural order of the world, we have consequences. If God were directly or indirectly imposing these consequences, it would be discipline and then there'd be a problem with Christ's blood. Even if God was justified in directly imposing consequences for our sins, it would be judgment, and then it would mean that Christ's blood wasn't enough to completely satisfy God's wrath. Consequences discipline grown adults. Pain and suffering on this earth is just consequences of sin. And I have suffered many consequences from my own bad choices, And I've suffered horrible consequences from other people's bad choices. And I've also caused others to suffer from my own poor choices. And many people suffer consequences of no one's doing, but because of this fallen world. God created a perfect world in the beginning, but it's no longer that Eden. Our world is decaying and dying, just like our earthly bodies. Because of the fall of man in Genesis, it not only affected our own bodies, but all of creation. 
And this wasn't God's original plan, but he in his great wisdom, he knew that we would make selfish choices when given free will. And so he had a plan that he formed from the beginning to remedy our selfish choices. At the cross, God's plan came into full effect. Sinlessness was not the goal. Reconciliation was the goal. A reconciliation back to the Eden relationship. We are not capable of sinlessness, so Christ made reconciliation possible even in our unrighteousness. And now we have reconciliation in our relationship with God through Christ because of the cross. And if we have complete reconciliation by the cross and it's not by our sinlessness, then there's no need for God to discipline us with or without consequences. He's at peace with all of humanity. Christ's blood settled our debt and his wrath. Today, both believers and non-believers deal with consequences. For example, we have sickness and disease in this world that was not directly caused by one person's choices. And we could even say that science or the natural order of the world just creates some of the consequences, like tornadoes, hurricanes, forest fires, natural disasters. This is how evil men sometimes prosper and faithful men suffer. Sometimes the opposite, evil men suffer and faithful men prosper. It doesn't have anything to do with your faith or lack of. God provides forgiveness from his judgment and discipline, but not consequences. They're very different. But Christianity tries to make them the same by contributing both of them directly to God. But this just makes it more confusing. God forgives us and reconciles us to him, but it doesn't change our physical circumstances. Any thinking person knows that becoming a Christian does not fix things in your life. It can't bring back a parent killed by a drunk driver. It doesn't always cure cancer or make you well. It doesn't always give you a baby or a spouse. It doesn't protect you from hurricanes. It doesn't provide food and shelter. And it doesn't keep you safe from murder or rape. These things still happen, even to good people. God is not doing this either directly or indirectly. The cross provides us spiritual security, not a physical security. God's plan and purpose and will is for us to have an eternal destiny with him. It doesn't promise anything else today. No house, no cars, no jobs, no babies. It will not change your physical circumstances. And I think it helps to think about our spiritual promises and conditions separate from our physical circumstances. And if we keep these things separate, life makes a lot more sense. So if God isn't causing the bad stuff, then is someone else causing it? Well, some believe that God doesn't cause the pain and suffering, but Satan does. But I think when God changed his dealing with humanity at the cross, he defeated Satan's physical control of people. The cross not only reconciled us to God spiritually now and then physically in the future, but it also defeated Satan. 
Satan is no longer able to cause us pain or suffering physically. I mean, he still maintains somewhat of a control over this world, being the prince of this world. But I think today Satan is desperately trying to mentally and spiritually confuse us. That's why it's called spiritual warfare. It's a battle for our minds. It's not against flesh and blood anymore, but it's against what we believe in our hearts. Here again, we need to separate the physical from the spiritual. Satan wants us to question our spiritual security. He wants us to focus on our sin and hopelessness. But the renewing of our minds with God's truth is how we battle Satan. And I think this is a very important subject, and we're going to talk a lot more about this in later podcasts. Today, God doesn't change the storms around us physically, but through understanding more about grace, he changes the way the storms affect us mentally and spiritually. Consequences and circumstances will continue to affect us physically because of the natural order of this world. It's not God disciplining us. But we can have spiritual peace in our minds. We can have freedom in our minds from suffering with spiritual security. God's grace is sufficient to comfort us mentally during this suffering. Maybe we need to give ourselves a little more grace. Thank you.